0: I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to episode number 121 of the Simply Convivial podcast. Welcome to the Simply Convivial podcast. I'm here to help you beat the boom and bust cycle by organizing your attitude so you can organize your life. Simply Convivial keeps you on track with the ABCs of homemaking. We align our attitudes, build better habits, and carry out our calling. Convivial, if broken down to the Latin roots, means with life. And that's what we want for our homes, isn't it? Convivial refers to an atmosphere. It reminds us to build a home where life is abundant with all the mess that that entails. Simply, on the other hand, reminds us to put first things first and not complicate living or learning. Just do it together. Simply Convivial. January's podcasts are all about what is popularly called self-care. Now, self-care used to mean your ability to do basic things like brush your teeth and use the bathroom by yourself. But when the internet tells you that you need self-care, that's not usually what they're talking about. In fact, a CNN article about trends for 2020 outright said that self-care on social media means pampering yourself. Now, you do not need to treat yourself or indulge in luxuries to be happy with your life. Let's get a grip and a game face and find not only contentment, but even joy in our real life home duties. The care and the restoration that you do need might not be what you think it is. It might not be the easy, fun self indulgence you were hoping for. Today's episode is all about how the self care that you actually need is spiritual, not material. Let's dig in. The self-care you need is spiritual. Online conversations quickly devolve and none more quickly than those centering on self-care. Yet this conversation has traction and persistence for a very valid reason. We so ardently wish to not burn out, but to continue doing the good work set before us. We want to be effective, but we aren't sure how. We're weary in the good works that God has given us, even though the Bible says we shouldn't be. As with most online discussions, each person comes to the table with a slightly or wildly, different definition of the term at hand and then we all proceed to discuss it as if definitions don't matter. But what exactly we're talking about must be set straight from the get-go if we're going to have a fruitful conversation that leads us to better choices. So let's talk about definitions. The truth is that a word or phrase can't mean whatever you want it to mean. You don't get to say you believe in healthy eating, but that healthy for you means cake and ice cream and nothing green. What we want in our weak moments is usually not what is healthy for us. And in those weak moments, we're good at kidding ourselves. And so it is with self-care. We know we should be healthy and vibrant and cheerful and resilient. So when we aren't, we scramble around trying to find the solution. Because life is hard, we think we need to balance it out with something easy. Self-care has to be easy. Because life is difficult, we think we need to balance it with some fun. Self-care should be fun. But this is not reasoning that will get us to good places. In medical circles, self-care refers to the literal tasks we do for our infants, but teach them to do for themselves by the time they're in preschool brush their teeth, use the bathroom, eat fruits and vegetables, drink water, sleep through the night, run around. Yet there have been times as a mom where I have skipped brushing my teeth or drinking my water because it just seemed like too much. If you can't or aren't doing self-care, it means that you need a caregiver to do it for you. Now, I've never actually met a mom who said that a manicure was her form of self-care. However, I have seen women argue that if someone wanted to have a manicure, then it could count as self-care for that person. No, let's keep our definitions clear. If we're going to have a productive conversation at all, we have to distinguish between taking care of ourselves as persons and enjoying luxuries. There's nothing wrong with enjoying luxuries if you have the chance, but there's also nothing particularly life giving about them. People can, have, and do live without them happily. People who have them might be happy and they might be miserable, just like the people who don't have them. But we see people who look happy, usually in advertisements, I suspect. Having facials, manicures, new cars, vacations, shopping sprees, days out, nights away, and we fall for it. We want to be happy, so we reach toward the enticing images. Happiness, and even real self-care, the kinds of things that keep us healthy as humans, are never going to be found in consumerism or materialism. Saying that luxuries are not self-control is not the same thing as saying that they're bad. It just means that we shouldn't talk about them as if they're essential to a balanced life and a happy heart. What we are naturally attracted to or enticed by is not what will actually make us happy. Fulfilling such desires will not make us satisfied or content with our daily duties. They do not refresh the soul And it is actually our souls that need care the most. We want to be satisfied and renewed. How do we become satisfied and content with our daily duties? How do we renew our minds? We do not get them by thinking about what we want and then grabbing for the time and resources to get our way. Grabby hands and grabby hearts get no good. We do ask God from whom all blessings flow and who gives every good gift and every perfect gift from above. We ask him to fill our need and then we look for his answer. In the midst of the productivity and the noise and the activity of life, it is our souls that get frayed and neglected. It is our souls that need care. Our souls are not mended through material means, but through spiritual Go to church every Sunday. Read the Bible and pray. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Give thanks in all things. Repent of unkindness, pride, and irritability. Love others. Rejoice always. Basically, we have to trust God and believe that He knows what He's talking about when He tells us these things. We don't claim to need something more or different from what God says we need. He made us he knows. Self-care happens when we tell ourselves the truth, when we walk in accordance with the truth. It is true that we should brush our teeth. It is a lie that we don't have enough time to do so. It is true that we are created finite persons who need food and water and sleep and exercise. It is also true that we were created to glorify God and enjoy him forever. The lie we too often believe is that enjoying God is not possible or enough. But when we seek him, he lets us find him. He gives us himself. When we live in line with our created purpose, we find true rest, true delight, and true care. The truth is that we often are not following the self-care regimen that we ought because we are weak and ignorant and foolish. The truth is that we do need a caretaker outside of ourselves because we are not adequate to care for even our own basic needs. So we respond in faith, putting our trust not in our plan or in our time alone or in ourselves, but in the Good Shepherd who leads us beside still waters and restores our soul. We find that the Shepherd cares for our souls and does a much better job than we ever could. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial Podcast. Do you have all kinds of personal hopes and dreams and aspirations for 2020? Do you have a goal list as long as your arm? Are you afraid to set goals or think about improving your homemaking skills in 2020 because it's never worked in the past? I've got just the ticket. Go to simplyconvivial.com slash Year and to get immediate access to a workshop specifically for busy moms about the why and how to set goals for the new year. Smart goals might work for businesses, but they don't work for moms. Come watch the workshop and find out what will work for us in real life, for us as we seek to grow in faithfulness, maturity, and sanctification in our life at home. That's simplyconvivial.com slash new year, all one word. No sign up required. Just pop on over and turn it on while you fold the laundry. Get inspired to dig into your work at home. After all, life is for our sanctification, for God's glory and not our own. So every day, let's repent, rejoice, repeat.